Welcome back to episode 99 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iron Man, and here are some of the topics we discussed today. First up, Metazone reaches 3 million mana in sales. Next, crypto artist Fawoshes drops nifty gateway art. Then, Bitcoin stock to flow ratio while Ethereum lags. And finally, Cover Protocol gets a vulnerability exploited. All right, let's listen in. What is up, dude? So this is the last one of 2020. What do you think, dude? Um, uh, is it? Yeah, man. I think. Well, actually, we're planning on meeting up in a couple of days. So depending on how, yeah, you're right. Like awesome, your editing chops are. You know, <laughs> we could we could squeeze in another one. But yeah, let's yeah. just let's pretend this is the last one. Yeah, let's assume this is the last one. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can get another video out. Yeah, but yeah, we, we need to all because it's been a while since we've all gathered and recorded yeah mostly due to covid dude i've been like really trying my best to avoid yeah for sure COVID these days because it's getting like spreading like wildfire but it is but it is what it is but yeah we should have a meeting we should discuss and like kind of like go over because it's still kind of like mind-blowing to me that we've only been doing this decentralized stuff for less than a year yeah like it, it just i can't believe you know if you haven't seen it yet, i edited like a video yesterday of basically like a whole recap slash the same thing like YouTube does every year with your rewind right. videos, right. you know, they just kind of like go over all the highlights of their platform, put out this, this nice little video snippet. Yeah. yeah. Just going through that, dude, I was like, holy shit, man. I can't believe all this happened in like a 10 month time frame. You yeah. Know? It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. It's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. And, and not only that, so it happened, uh, mm-hmm. Decentraland launched in February 20th, 2020. And uh, that's when we launched. And then, like, a week or two later, that's when the the drop-off from COVID happened, right? That's when Bitcoin went back to, like, $4,000, and everyone thought the world was ending. Yeah. And we were we were talking about COVID in January, right? Right after we interviewed Andreas. Like, we were talking about how China was, like, spraying this, this like, smoke or whatever it was, disinfectant. Mm-hmm. All over, all over Wuhan and all over other cities in China. See, looking back on that, dude, like that looked like a, a terrifying, yeah, like scene out of like a movie. Like, oh my god, these Chinese, how could they do that to yeah. their people? But now looking back on that, dude, that brilliantly executed. That's right. <laughs> their their COVID protocol or whatever their pandemic protocol just. It might look inhumane for the time, you know, six months of like locking people, literally locking them into like their domicile so they can't get the fuck out. Yeah. yeah, Spread this thing around. What was I I talking about? So we're back. Sorry for the jump cut there, but uh, we were talking about how in the last 10 months, this felt like 10 years into Decentraland. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We were going over. Yeah. How much progress. And like the COVID stuff. Yeah. yeah all, all I was doing is giving China their props for handling COVID way better than you. Yeah. US but you know did. what? COVID, <laughs> the, the, the return of COVID is hitting probably twice as hard as it was earlier in the year. Oh yeah, for and sure. Anyways, Japan is shutting down. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of cities shutting down too, even in yeah. the United States. Um, yeah. So we got to get in our fucking IRL meetups before, you know, the real shutdowns occur. For sure. But 
I don't think anything's gonna happen here in Texas, to be honest. <laughs> I think um, it's gonna be interesting getting together uh, logistically, just because uh, our our desk space isn't isn't exactly optimal for three people. Oh no! But we'll so figure we're gonna have it to out. sardine it out. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah, dude, we've we've handled much, conquered much bigger yeah. obstacles in our past. <laughs> so I think I think we'll figure out the sardine issue. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So that'd be good. But yeah, man. <clears throat> outside of that, so there's a few things on our mind, right? Like, uh, I yeah. guess the one one thing I was talking to you about before we started recording is is the ferocious drop that's coming up. Well, before we get into days. the content, let's let's talk about let's go into Decentraline right now and let's all spin that crate. Oh, okay. See and you. let's get this out of the way because we're we're lagging behind on this, and pretty soon we won't have to do this. the The claims for this crate will be available for the winners themselves, so they'll just have to jump in the world and mm-hmm. uh, and then do the spin, and then they get what they get, right? Yeah. Um. So let's jump in and do that. I'm logging in right now and so these winners of uh, the last event so we have another one coming up so we had a huge event coming up or that was supposed to drop this past weekend and right now it's monday december 28th and the dcl api land the land api was down and so we couldn't really deploy anything so our event got postponed potentially to tomorrow and and this one was supposed to be a pretty big one because we have a new arena. We got weapons to showcase. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Might as well pull up the weapons, you know, while we're here. You have them. Well, actually, they're 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 displayed in that location. Negative seventy, negative six. <laughs> That's right. I went to the wrong location. I went yeah. to our tower for some reason. Yeah, don't go there. Give me a second. Give me a second. All right, we're loading in here. <clears throat> Yeah, for sure. Uh, so the idea, I guess, during this event is going to be a, a, just an opportunity to demo these weapons because the whole idea behind CZ is, you know, all of the activity of the game itself like leads you to acquiring these weapons and, and leveling them up and yeah, you know, cu- customizing them, all that stuff. So the weapons is pretty much like the backbone of the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> you would think. Yeah, for sure. So it's going to be cool to demo them during this event. You know, these aren't going to be the real NFT version of them, but I mean, this is the actual like 3D models, you know what I mean? And they're animated, ready to go, ready for action. So yeah, it's going to be cool, man. Looking forward to that. Okay. So I'm here and these are the weapons that I was talking about. So these are brand new. Thanks to Toxam and Polygonal Mind Team. For making these and oh, so yeah. so they're clipped into the ground right now but uh but yeah so we have a shotgun we have a rifle we have a handgun and we also have a sword a melee weapon so with these you'll they'll have rng kind of attributes and so the lucky few will get like a perfect weapon and dominate their their foes in this arena here so I don't know if the, the weapons are implemented yet. No, they're not. Yeah, not yet. Okay. You mean like by walking into the uh, the battle arena? Yeah, correct. 
Yeah, no, yeah. The idea is supposed to be you're able to equip them at the event that still needs to be built okay. in the gamer district. But yeah, once you equip them, you should be able to run into the arena. I think there's going to be some new game modes, if not at least one. I think King of the Hill. That's what Oscar's been talking about. But Okay. So far, nothing has rendered for me, dude. <laughs> I'm having some difficulty. Yeah, we're also having difficulty with the gamer district i mean it's... yeah see that's another thing man yeah it's 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 tough to like announce these things without properly testing it right and so far all my experience with the gamer district has not been yeah you know. so so we're not the gamer district the gamer district is is i guess brought to you by decentraland and uh and i think the conglomeration of all the creations from people in a single place is a bad idea because not a whole of not a whole lot of optimization is occurring yeah i'm not sure what it is you think people are just going over that 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 threshold not necessarily the threshold but just like the design of their games it's just not optimal for decentraland it's it's optimal for the creator making a game that's functional but not necessarily the best experience um, when everything else is like not optimized, right? Yeah, no, I could definitely feel it, dude. Whenever I log in over there, immediately everything starts to malfunction. <laughs> yeah. All my internet browser tabs stop working, and it's it's not a good time. So I'm a little hesitant on like uh, you know I'm not expecting too much as far as like seamless gameplay, right? Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, yeah. but luckily we have plenty of other you know like this one we're standing in front of plenty of other pvp battle arenas i think we're gonna have like teleportation capabilities at that district just in case right like so you guys can teleport out yeah yeah we're gonna have some fail saves because yeah we can't have that uh the other thing i was gonna say is decentralized implemented voice within the world so now if you press and hold t you'll be able to talk to everybody around you Mm. yeah that's, that's a good that's a good uh that's a good update. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to get really, especially good for uh, situations like this. I don't think, last I heard, it's people are still like really shy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> when not I, so, open. so I went to Frankie's Tavern. It looks like a Moe's Tavern from uh, Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And people were chatting it up in there, man. It was, it was kind of uh, trippy and uh, cool at the same time. Uh, that's what's up. Yeah. So, yeah, so this is basically what, what we imagined would happen then. It's just uh, it's like the roundtables that we used to do, but more like community, meaning like anybody could talk, right? Yeah, like that's right. Which is cool. It's not so like organized and whatnot. It's just at the same time, man, bad things can happen. But I mean, that that's life, dude. Like I... <laughs> I, uh, I saw somebody, as soon as Frankie opened that bar, he came in and he just started shouting the N-word, dude. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah immediately wow. <laughs> exactly dude so well that's been, the internet for you right yeah exactly you know this stuff is inevitable yeah. you know and how we decide to like moderate this activity if moderation is even necessary yeah i mean you can mute you can mute players too so he can that was kind of like that was kind of like the, the end the result def- yeah that was like the default like I guess strategy, how to deal with that. Like if you don't like what somebody's saying, you just mute them, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean that's that's been common in games since like since Xbox Live from two thousand and ten. Exactly. Two thousand sorry. Sorry, two thousand and six to two thousand five. 
Yeah. Yeah, when you get a fucking lobby full of like yeah. kids. Prepubescent children, like <laughs> they're all like loaded with acne and like yeah. Know, there's just all kinds of foul things are said in those lobbies. So yeah. So it, it, expect the same here, but yeah, slowly we're. Yeah, I mean, the Central Land up to this point has been pretty civil, uh, simply because it requires a lot of money to get in. And second, there's just not a whole lot of kids here, so. Yeah, it's mostly like a community of developers at this point, mostly. And, you know, it's from what my experience, developers are pretty tame people, you know. They're not out here trying to, like, cause chaos unless, I don't know. They're like Mr. Robot type developers, I guess. Mr. Robot. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hackers and shit. Yeah. But yeah, once the normies arrive and shit and they start, you know, you'll start to experience more shenanigans, yeah. I guess. But anyways. All right, let's <laughs> jump into the winners here. So who are they? We got Funzer Seifu, Dirty Bird, and Peter Griffin. So the usual suspects. All right, so let's get these guys their wearables. So okay. let's hit it. And we're getting the spin here. There's no sound because I muted everything. And Bunzer Seifu receives Exoblades. Damn, son. All right. I think he probably already has them, but <laughs> they're still good to have an extra pair. Maybe he doesn't. But congrats. Okay. Next one is Dirty Bird. And he is getting, here comes a spin. Another thing that. Corona Zombies implemented is mining for CZ coins. So if you just hang out here, you'll start collecting coins. Now, it's not... Oh, we got the HoloLens for Dirty Bird. Um, so it's still being tested, so the stuff that you earn are still kind of questionable yet right now. But uh, that's going to be something that's going to be implemented uh, at an ERC-20 level eventually. Hell yeah. Yeah, we... we the goal has always been to like make a a fun game but also i mean play to earn. We've, we've, said, we, we've said it many times already yeah play to earn is is the real killer use case i think for blockchain yeah at least in the gaming sector so yeah we got to make that a reality for yeah. sure all right last one peter griffin so that's uh, 478 kills, 384, and then 306. Oh, we got Exoblades for Peter Griffin. Damn, very nice. So some good loot drops, boys. Congrats. Thanks for our, uh, the loyal support. You know, all that game testing is very valuable feedback for us. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, congrats, guys. So we made one thing. We made a change, I think, since, since this last uh, tournament. And I think it's it's the actual like crosshair slash accuracy oh. mechanic of the game. Yeah, let's jump in here. Let's see if we can like shoot each other a couple times. Okay. It, it, my shit's like so, I uh, so bugged. <laughs> I can't even see anything. So, hold on. Let me see if I can find you, dude. Where you at? Hold on. I'm I'm spawning every five seconds. Okay, I think I just heard you spawn. Okay, I'm in now. Oh, yeah, this is cool. So we got crosshairs. You don't see me, do you? I do see you. Oh, you do? Can you yeah. shoot me? Yeah, let me see. Don't move. Not moving. Hey. Okay, you hit me. Yeah. All right, let me be your target dummy. But basically, the crosshairs used, used to pretty much be like static, like a laser, right? Yeah. Like, doesn't matter how much you're moving. 
like your movement had no influence on the accuracy of your shot. So now it's like, as you're moving, you have like a much more higher probability of having like a, a way off the target sh shot. Right. And then now we have like bullet holes also. Yeah. yeah. Are you seeing the bullet holes or is it just a, no, it's just, it's just for you. I okay. think, but that's like a good way to kind of like test your accuracy. Right. It's really hard, isn't it? It's pretty hard, yes. <laughs> so this is one thing we need to figure out. We made this addition just to kind of up the difficulty. I think it made it a little too difficult, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think some tweaking is necessary. Yeah. So I'm showing the audience right now is that when you hold, when you have the crosshair constrained, you yeah, let me hit, stand still. Yeah, you uh, you hit the target like on point, but once you start moving. Yeah, the shots are like so wild. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like I, I don't know. Like I, I was hoping this this addition would make the game feel a little more tactical and less like like just chaos. Dude, but maybe that's not the way to do it. Maybe the chaos was was the right way to do it. You know, like just straight running gun style. Yeah, dude, that's so true, know. man. Like it's totally. I'm testing it out, and it works exactly how you would expect. I mean, a gun, when you're moving around, it's not going to be accurate. Yeah, exactly. So you kind of, like, want to pick your shots a lot more precisely, I guess. Like, wait yeah. for that crosshair to get as accurate as possible right. and take that kill shot. That's right. But by doing that, you're really slowing down the action. And But that's good, man. This is, I don't know. This is great. I, we, need more, we need more feedback, I think. Like, is this less fun or more fun? No, it's going to be more fun. Now, we'll, during this event, we'll get that feedback we're looking for. But this is great, man. Yeah. No, I, lo I love I love what Oscar did as far yeah, like, the game feels much more technical now. And so optimal, like, movement is just holding shift when you, when you maneuver through the game. Like, instead of just, like, max speed running, you just kind of, like, walk walking the arena right because that brings your crosshairs in at a reasonable level i think yeah so but still that makes you like a super vulnerable target you know because you're you're walking easy to shoot so i don't know man we'll, we'll figure this out yeah we're gonna need lots of testing <laughs> if people actually like start complaining about the uh, shooting mechanics and yeah we might have to revert to uh legacy crosshairs you know what i mean yeah no nah, man they're but, gonna have to suck it up <laughs> We'll see, we'll see. But yeah, besides that, what else were we going to talk about? All right, let's let's jump off of uh, Decentraland. But uh, before we jump off, let's let's showcase the um, the voting stuff. So what we found interesting is we have the potential winners here for the Game Jam December twenty twenty Saved Christmas, and I think it's uh it's Christmas time at two hundred ninety eight and Christmas Lottery at two ninety seven, and then who else? I think we got. Uh, Pirate Fever at 25. Yeah, and then Corona Zombies at 21. Yeah, that's about it. Those are the closest ones. However, Toon Punk, he, on, dis on their Discord, says that there's been some irregularities in the voting, and so not to celebrate too soon. And so they're going to be investigating. So I, I, I can't imagine what irregularities they're talking about, I man, can you? Are you being facetious? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was just wondering. Yeah. No, dude, it's it's obvious. I think the thing that's 
questionable are the amount of votes, right? It's just too, too much vote activity. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, agreed. For certain entrants, you know, so. Yeah. How that came about, we don't know. That's the whole point of the investigation, right? It just, it just looks fucking questionable. Yeah, there you go. Thank you for sharing that with me. You know, like yeah. Everyone else is sitting in like a, like a realistic realm. Because, dude, we, we, we're as engaged with Decentraland community as anybody else. So we, we know what, like, how big the community is, right? Right. Like, uh, yeah, see a voting weight of, like, 25 to 30 to 40 is consistent with what we've seen in the past. Yeah, like, for sure. But once you start to get into the hundreds... Yeah, in the hundreds... <laughs> where did all that come from? <laughs> you know? Like, I, I think even during, like, peak Decentraland events, you don't even see this many people in Decentraland, you know? Yeah. So it's just a little questionable. Yeah. Let's, let's find out what happened. Not making any accusations or anything. It's just, like... Either you guys are fucking like just straight gods, god tier, <laughs> yeah, or there's there's some weird shit going on. Yeah, but. which is, I mean, who cares? I mean, what what's what's the point of this voting thing? I don't even know. We just uh, we submitted Corona Zombies because Oscar put in a lot of work, and uh, we just threw it out there, and that's it. Like we don't really care about any of this stuff. So yeah. We- we care in the sense that hopefully it onboards more developers like from outside the community into the community. So like they, they have like, you know, hopefully there's stickiness and there's more people creating, mm-hmm. but I think ultimately that's why Decentraland does these events, these game jams, you know, just to incentivize creation. But see, that's the problem. Once they're over, most of them don't feel, but, know, but we've talked about this. We know why, um, they, once it's over, there's no stickiness because there's no clear way to make money. Yeah, to monetize. Yeah. To monetize, yeah. And So what we've seen from pre- previous game jams, a lot of them end up coming to us like, hey, how do I get involved? I right. want to keep developing in Decentraland, but I, you know, I, I, my time is money. You know, I, I, <laughs> I got to try and make money somehow. And, you know, some of them have made metas in the past. Some of them have it. You know, they just maybe even the... The meta concept wasn't enough for them. Who knows? Yeah, that's right. So either way, yeah, so this is one of the main issues that we're all trying to address. We're trying to get more development into Decentraland. You know what I mean? Yeah, because ultimately, I mean, if you can help people make money, they'll they'll continue building and continue creating content and and uh, make money, right? If, if not, they're just going to go away, especially if the prizes for this game jam, they're not like anything ridiculously high mm-hmm. so i mean our premise is you know if you're going to make content make sustainable content put it on metazone it, it's it seems like a little uh, self-serving but it's ultimately it it's a support system right it's it's a way to get that content that people want into into onto land and so it builds out the metaverse it funds the creator and the landowner is happy so I mean I don't know how you can you know pick apart this 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 idea. So yeah. and speaking of that, um, Ethermon just had like a super successful that's right uh, event like meta launch event basically. First they airdropped their grass meta to any Decentraland land owner who was like willing to go through the claiming process that we, we kind of just recently implemented right on Metazone. Yeah, that's right. So like yeah, they did the snapshot of all these addresses, and all you have to do is create a Metazone account and 
claim your grass meta right yeah. and then deploy it before the turn of the new year and i think yeah it's officially your meta at that point right yeah so what's cool about this is that everyone got an airdrop so if you held land on december 20th or before actually if you if you had land on december 20th you would you would be part of this airdrop and one mm -hmm. of the cool things that ethermon implemented was if you have 10 on let's say if you you had 10 of these on a particular parcel then it would increase the spawn rate of the ethermon there's that will be spawning here for battle and so the mm. more often it spawns the more likely people are going to come in battle and anybody who battles on your your land on your meta you start reaping some marks as well as the the battler and so how does that look how does that look dude just out of curiosity if you have a single parcel yeah it's literally just like 10 grasses stacked on top of each other but it looks like one right yeah so yeah and another indicator uh, as to whether you're on a parcel with one uh, grass meta or 10 grass metas is the color so i don't think that's implemented just yet but it will be mm -hmm. very very soon and so you'll be able to know that hey this is a parcel where ethermon spawn at you know yeah yeah, yeah. At a faster no, that's rate. awesome yeah so Color of what? The grass is going to change? Yeah, the, the grass is going to change. Either, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, some some sort of indicator, either these little flowers or the grass itself. So you'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either um, that or if, if you're the landowner who invested in purchasing 10 of these things, I think it'd be prudent for you to put up some kind of signage out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's just plenty of like meta options for that. I would just put out like a nice big neon sign like this is like Ethermon fucking prime spawning yeah. zone yeah exactly just so people just so people know right like you're gonna get a high spawn rate here like that's pretty cool yeah and on top of that there's been 270 purchases of this grass meta wow yeah which that's is crazy huge. it is crazy so how much time is left you have like a few more days right yeah a couple Literally. more days so if this is the first time you're hearing it make sure you go to metazone.io you create an account you add, go to settings, add your ETH address, and then once you add your ETH address, go to your inventory. And in that inventory, you'll see this grass mat on there. Click on it and install it on your land. And then grant, which is a gas process, right? You, you'll have to pay gas for that. And then hit deploy. And then in a few minutes, you'll see this grass meta on your land. And if you hold, if you happen to hold an uh, Ethermon NFT that's supported in Decentraland, it will start walking around on your land. Mm. Beautiful. That's what's up, man. Yeah, man. Ethermon's starting to come along nicely, man. Now that we got a few metas deployed and out there in the world. So and I think their district's just around the corner, at least like the intro part to their district, right? Man, not the whole thing. I don't think it's gonna get rolled out at once. But right, right. There's gonna be something I think like their town center or something like that. It's about to roll out very soon. So looking forward to that. <clears throat> What is this? Dabcraft Observatory? Yeah, so yes. it looks like Dabcraft added a new meta. Oh, cool. Interesting. Okay, so this is, yeah, this is the first time I see it. Um, <clears throat> all right. So I want to show, let me stop sharing here, and I want to show, well, I, I guess we don't have to show the video. Maybe I'll add the video in, in post. Which one? The video that you made. Oh, okay. Or do you want to react to it? In real time. Not really, dude. Yeah, I, you, I hate you've seen it like 10 million times by this time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've seen it a lot, but 
yeah, we, we could talk about it. There's some nice achievements. Now that's the end of the year. That's the whole reason why I made it, but it's nice to go over. Yeah. So, so yeah, let's talk about it. So we have a hundred, well, real time numbers. We have 145 metas and I think we've sold over 1200 metas in the 10 months that we've been around. And that translates to a total of 3 million mana, mm-hmm. which is pretty goddamn good. I think that's pretty impressive considering these aren't NFTs yet. Yeah, you know? for sure. I, I, I'm very curious to know what the difference would be as far as like, I'm actually super glad we, we're going to, we're probably going to get through like a full year of like non NFT metas. And then at some point we're going to have a full year of NFT backed metas, Yeah, you know, yeah. so that we can make the comparison. Yeah. 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 It's, so it's like good, potentially we we'll have data. Th- 3 million mana in one year without NFTs and then like 30 million mana potentially in yeah nft world because like the content itself i'm sure it's going to get better from like next year to a previous year as like creators progress with their skills and they start to get more comfortable sdk yeah. grows and capability and shit but ultimately it's still like the same content right it's just it's decentralized content yeah you know but the only thing that's really going to change from now till then is is the blockchain integration part right like yeah so how much value does that represent you know so we're about to find out here pretty soon i think yeah and that's i mean that's the ultimate end goal right like we don't want this to just maintain like non-nft because like that's not what everybody wants right? yeah that's exactly everybody right. want everybody wants to have ownership of their content so yeah that's the mission <clears throat> yeah so uh what else we have over 600 members uh we have i think 300 uh land deployments Mm. Or maybe more than that. I think it's, yeah, it sounds a little sparse. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say it's like in the 500s or so. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's over 500 now. Okay. So, so yeah, man. So pretty good, man. Like, uh, I'm pretty happy with this as a first year. It, just by, you know, keeping it real, dude. Had zero expectations of this at all yeah. like when we first started. Yeah, yeah. We had zero expectation. We didn't know, you know, we didn't know anything. We didn't know... You know, if this yeah. is going to work, we didn't know people will like this or we're going to adopt this and use it. Yeah, we barely knew what NFTs were. We still barely know what NFTs are. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, it's a whole new sector of, of the crypto space that I was totally unaware of. Yeah. Totally oblivious to. I mean, I, I was aware of it. Like the whole crypto kitty thing obviously penetrated my radar three three years ago. Yeah. But not enough for me to actually like investigate and like you know find out how to purchase one of these fucking things. I said I was more like the guy who's like WTF? Why are people wasting their money on this shit? But yeah, now, yeah. now I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, even it, you bought one of the people. Uh, yeah, drops. I fucking I bought some art and I'm about to buy some more art because Fuocious apparently is dropping an art, an an open collection on Nifty Gateway just like people did. Yeah, in a few days. So, dude. So yeah, that's why I wanted to ask you. Like, what's your like? Put on your fucking speculative speculator hat. Like, what do you think's actually going to happen there? Like, from a speculative standpoint, this one's tough. I mean, Fawoshes is a big artist in the crypto space now, just because so many of the big names have uh, talked about her. Um, but I don't think she has the same reach as Beeple does, uh, mm. because Beeple's more like an internet person, like um myth you know what i'm saying like he's he's more 
like more in Instagram, more mainstream, more like you know, has millions See, of followers. That's the thing. I don't think, I don't think like any of his mainstream followers probably bought any of those art pieces. I bet. No, only the crypto people did because they're only yeah. they're the only ones who knew like what this was and like how to interact with these these web. But how much did he make in a few minutes? I mean, I don't know, but oh, really? he made like five or six hundred grand like in the first five minutes. Well, yeah. yeah. See, like selling that was the open collection sale, and that's so. and I I think someone like Beeple as optimized as he is in terms of like followers, he's the only one who could do something like this, just because he had so many followers. Yeah, I think he was definitely a good like uh, kickstart this whole. I think what's obviously becoming a trend just because Fuochis is following up just a couple weeks later. Yeah, but but, uh, but she's not she's not dropping a physical item, is she? I don't think so. I I, I really hope so because that would incentivize me to value even more. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so, she makes physical art too, so whatever she's dropping I physically think, I think is she only just like makes, unique. She only makes like one of ones though, like historic. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like whatever she's dropping, if it's physical, it's like one of ones. Oh fuck! Well, then I probably can't afford any of it. Then I'm yeah. assuming, but she it's an open collection, so oh, okay. the digital stuff is probably going to be yeah. It's like it's digital art, maybe. So I'll take a stab at it because it's like an open collection. But what I'm thinking though is, is there's going to be like a, a ridiculous response to this, just because people know what happened to the people open collection art pieces. Like yeah. they they were like four, five, six xing like the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people were making like insane returns on that art. So just from like a Moon Boy perspective, I think you're going to see a lot of people just gamble with this art that she's about to drop. Yeah, you know, for yeah, sure. As just they're gonna try and make a quick flip, you know. Buy it, let's say it's priced at a thousand bucks, buy it for a thousand bucks, sell it for two thousand bucks, like a couple hours later. Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna see like some actual like market activity, like almost like a cryptocurrency ICO launch, right? Like there's gonna be like a, a price battle. Sure. Maybe for like a, a maybe for like a week or something like that. So that's kind of like what I'm looking forward to watch. Not so much the art. <laughs> like, I mean, I like her art, but yeah, I'm curious as to what, I, I, what the price like this, is going to be. Yeah, I like this this whole new model that this open collection model, right? Where when is this happening? January first. Damn. New Year's, perfect timing, right? When everyone's wasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get everyone liquored up and then start bidding on art, dude. There's going to be some stupid prices being thrown out there. Yeah, but you that, know what? and there's like a nice little crypto run that's been going on, so people got a little bit more cash. To spend. Yeah, which we'll talk about in a in a minute here. But I think people did a good marketing like run up 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 until the drop. So I don't know if she's doing it's that. True. I haven't been no, following. I, I, I caught wind of it because she made a Twitter video yeah. today. But I haven't seen the art pieces or anything like that, right? Beeple had his like on full display for like a week ahead of time, right? Yeah. Like, Beeple's been planning this for like months. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she. I think they, the Nifty Gateway people, like they saw how successful the Beeple drop was. So they're like, we need to do this ASAP again. <laughs> you yeah. know, we need like, you can't, you gotta, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You got to maintain the, what's it. What's the thing? Or like strike hit, hit when the, the fire is hot, or yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck the people say. I don't know. Yeah, strike <laughs> but, while yeah the fire's hot. Yeah, some shit like that. Well, the know? iron's hot. Yeah, well, the iron's hot. Yeah, and that's exactly what they're doing. So they're bringing in like the number two Woshis, You know, like 
I'm pretty sure they pressured her into doing this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I'm pretty wonder... sure she didn't reach out to them. Like, I want to do an open collection. I'm pretty sure they reached out to her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the open collection is probably their design, their structure in terms yeah. of probably optimizing whatever whatever the artist is trying to trying to do, right? Trying to sell. Like and just case... attracting like like more casual investors like me. Like yeah. Me, like just people, you know, the non wells of the community, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what these open collections allow for, which is that's I think that's going to be huge. You know, because there's potential for these things. Like I said, because there's so many of them, they're not one of ones. That's that's the, what's notoriously wrong with art is like they're limited supply. So there's not much market activity to kind of like gauge true valuation for them for. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because like, like a rare art piece might sell once every two or three years or some shit like that. So nobody really knows what these things are worth. Yeah. But if there's like a thousand of these art pieces out there, <clears throat> that's a pretty good little sample pool to get data from. You know, that's there's right. a lot of activity, a lot of back and forth happening there. That's right. That's right. So there's an actual market that could emerge from this art stuff. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is pretty cool. So January 1st. So I guess you, you haven't seen the art, so it's just going to be like a blind drop. Whatever it is that she's dropping, you're just going <laughs> to yeah, gonna purchase guess, it. Dude. I think I'm already like sucked in because I've I've I bought the Beeple collection, so now I feel like morally you know obligated. What? If if I were to recommend anything in in terms of this stuff, I would stick with like Bitcoin related art, just because, yeah. dude. <laughs> Bitcoin, I it's it's hard to overstate like what this could do to uh, the entire like financial space because I know we've talked about it like you know we beat it to death. But it, it's hard to comprehend like what Bitcoin will potentially do to countries, right? To to the monetary system, and I think anything Bitcoin related to like big known, well known artists is probably going to do well. You know, a decade from now, in in the worst case. Yeah, and traditionally, even in the short term, like yeah, that you, seems yeah. to be what sells. Yeah, like even uh, yeah, the the Pikachu piece that I bought. It's definitely the least valued of the three, just because it's it's the non crypto related yeah. art piece. But that that's kind of why I, it resonated more with me. Like it was something more personal, not so much. Sure. Dude, crypto is like part of my life too much. Yeah. Twenty four seven, like crypto is on my mind, dude. So yeah. it's like something I can like look at and like actually escape from the crypto madness is like that's what I wanted. No, I mean, and then plus it plays and, like, on a, a, a rotting the... a rotting Pikachu is just. Yeah, I mean, it plays <laughs> to to the hands of people who like uh, Pokemon, and so that that's its True. own speculative pool of people. Yeah, maybe in the future. Yeah, I don't think many like Pokemon fanboys are clued into crypto art, at least not yet. Yeah, you know? not yet, but they will well, like, be. They will be because, dude, digital collectibles. I mean, that's that's right up everybody's alley. Yeah, I think so too, man. Especially the like, Zoomers, man. If the Zoomers aren't aware, Zoomers, they're aware of what's going on. They just don't have the money. No, they're not aware of this stuff, but they're already they have the money too. And they're they're blowing it on like yeah, digital collectibles for their, their games like yeah. Fortnite and Minecraft yeah, and Roblox. Man, and there's still like still a lot of kids out there that don't know what's going on, man. They're like just still playing Call of Duty and like that's it. <laughs> because that shit's fun, dude. <laughs> like what do you mean? I don't know, <laughs> man. I have a feeling that if if I was in high school or whatever, I'd be like clued in as to what's going on right now with crypto. Potentially. 
Potentially, yeah. Yeah, but we, yeah. I mean, we, we say that, but we missed the YouTube thing and. Yeah, well, what the fuck were we doing in high school, dude? I didn't catch any waves. Like, I missed, I missed everything in high school. You know, I was just playing wild all the fucking time, dude. Yeah. I mean, I told you to stop that, dude. <laughs> it's all right. Many, many good memories were had. Yeah. So I'm content. I'm content. Oh, but, uh, so yeah, so there's, there's Fawocious. I mean, what else did we want to talk about today? Oh, we had Ethermon, Decentraland Game Jam, Bitcoin, Stock to Flow. Let me just uh, let me just put this on the on the map here. Yeah, there's there's bigger things happening in the world. Oh yeah. So other than like Bitcoin dominating the whole planet in terms of returns on investment, um, you know, Ethereum's catching up, man. Ethereum right now is at seven hundred and thirty dollars. Mm. And so we're we're still about, has a long way to go. <clears throat> yeah, we're about halfway. It's all time high, which. I mean, if, if you're paying attention, you know, Ethereum reaching its all-time high will double your investment. And then yeah, if it if it's like travels along Bitcoin's path of one hundred to $200,000, you're talking about a five to $10,000 Ethereum mm. when this is said and done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean... What does that purple line right there represent? I think uh, this is purple line here is the stock to flow over 10 days versus the stock to flow over 463 days. So um, <clears throat> once, like say for example right here, this... <coughs> is, is that like the happening or something? Yeah, the happening is right here, this corner, and this okay. is the next corner, right? Mm -hmm. And so I guess the stock to flow is the amount of... Bitcoin entering into circulation versus the amount of Bitcoins currently in circulation. Oh, okay. So it, it's following the the stock to flow over 463 days almost exactly, which is what most people were predicting. Anyone who knows the nonlinear regression curve and the stock to flow model, like this is exactly what they were expecting. And it's, it's actually, yeah. It's just yeah, interesting yeah. that it's actually coming true. And there's no reason to doubt that it's not going to do this for the next 100, 120 years that's left in Bitcoin. Now, that's not that doesn't mean it's going to be a trillion dollars per Bitcoin. It just means it's going to follow the nonlinear regression curve, which is an asymptote to uh, to a potential ten million dollar Bitcoin, if not a little bit more than that. At the end of the at the end of the day, so, so basically, you want to you want to be selling anytime. The, the little rainbow line yeah <laughs> goes above the blue line right the steady blue line <laughs> pretty much <laughs> and then you want to be selling anytime it, or, or a good time to sell is when it goes below oh yeah you want to be buying i mean yeah yeah, yeah yeah so here's a good dip this is when we started the podcast when it was like three thirty five hundred dollars or so <laughs> yeah and uh and then we saw the fourteen thousand dollar bitcoin here that was a good time to sell. That was a good if time to sell. If you would have been watching this blue line, dude. That's right. Fucking A. That's right. And then um, and then here's the pandemic dip here to around 4000 And then obviously. Real good time to buy. Yeah. And then obviously a $27,000 Bitcoin on average right now. So it's now. probably going to ride up. It's going to ride up this little slanty line, this hypotenuse line. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it's going to But oscillate. it's not going to go too much higher than it. Yeah. It's going to oscillate its way up, right? Yeah. And so and then once it heat hits the flat line, it's just gonna fucking moon. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean it's uh both, the yeah. speculation is you know, it could go to two hundred or three hundred thousand dollars, but nobody really knows. And it seems like it, it it's 
completely possible because we have these huge institutions buying a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin in like every week or so. And so it's totally possible. Um, and then the other, the other speculation was that th- this, this could be like a super cycle where it could go to maybe $500,000 and then the, the crash price is going to be, you know, $80,000 or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. So we, nobody knows. It's hard to know, but I mean, you, Everyone needs to be aware of this because if you're not paying attention, then, you know, you, your family, they're probably buying Bitcoin at $150,000 thinking that it's going to go to a million just because it's Bitcoin, you know? Mm-hmm. Damn. How, well, it seems like this chart came out of nowhere, like at least with the additional lines. I remember the, the rainbow lines, but not these other lines. <laughs> Yeah, well, this is the real-time uh, depiction of of stock-to-flow. But okay. check this out, dude. This is the yearly candles of Bitcoin. Oh, wow. 2009 all the way to 2020, dude. Damn, a lot more green than I was expecting. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, dude. Bitcoin's been on, like, the fattest heater of all time. <laughs> like, But, yeah, to actually see the candles, fuck. Yeah, dude. See, I mean, You see, like, an obvious trend, though, right? The shortening of these candles. Like the big ones? Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. They get shorter and shorter as yeah, time and, goes and, on, dude. Yeah, that's true. That's true, dude. So, so, so let's let's take let's, let's take a step back here. So, we had the happening in what was it? Twenty nine. That's twenty thirteen. We had it in twenty seventeen, right? Or twenty sixteen? Uh, twenty sixteen. Yeah, it's twenty sixteen. Yeah. So then, twenty twelve was a having. We had the cycle. Okay. So what I'm trying to gauge is this candle here in 2016 is 2020, the equivalent of 2020 for us. Mm, interesting. And, and so what? So what does that mean? So 2012 or 2011, something like that, dude. The all-time cool. high of Bitcoin in 2013, I guess it was near a thousand dollars. But what are you trying to paint? So I'm trying to say, say 2020 is the 2016 or it's the 2012, you know what I'm saying? So 2012. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like the little, the little chode candles basically. Yeah. The happening years. Yeah. But um, immediately after post happening years is like the full torqued (laughs) candles. Right. Right. Yeah. dude. So we got like a big green dildo on the way. Right. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) It's coming. Is yeah, what you're saying? It's it's coming. Um so yeah, we, just, we we don't have perspective here as to yeah, I can't really manipulate this this chart here. Oh yeah. Uh well here it is. So here's a hundred thousand. Jeez, probably like almost halfway there. Yeah. So I mean we draw? No, you can't. Okay. Zoom in, zoom Let's... out, auto scale. So yeah, a hundred thousand dollars it doesn't doesn't look like a huge candle here, dude. It's just yeah, like it looks a little, like one of the it looks like a, a an average size candle. Yeah, you know that's right. That's crazy. So Dude, this, it's look. always nice to see like these different perspectives. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. Just yeah, that's why I like, to show just this. To cool your skepticism, you know, because like your your monkey brain starts thinking like hundred thousand is way too much. That's but right. Once you but actually see like, yeah, it's not. You know, even, according to this <laughs> yeah even trying to get to a million i mean that's 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 like a healthy candle to get to a million it's true man 
but there's going to be some chodes along the way for sure. Yeah, like. absolutely. So <laughs> this doesn't mean Bitcoin's going to a million this cycle. It just means that yeah. it's easy to get to a hundred thousand. I mean, yeah. right now we're hovering around twenty-seven. I mean, this is let me let me show you this chart. Maybe you get some perspective. All right, here we go. So let me turn off all this noise. And See, yeah, when you start looking at this chart, that's when things get skeptical again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now let me turn on the log. <coughs> so this is yeah, yeah. yeah this now we is, look rational again. Yeah, it looks rational, right? And and let me zoom down to a hundred thousand. I mean, it's not crazy right here, dude. This is not this is not like crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <clears throat> I think we're definitely banking on it at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it makes yeah, it makes sense. I think it could definitely happen. I, I'm not seeing like too much <clears throat> like retail FOMO yet, you know. But this is probably more like an instant. People are saying things about like super cycles and whatnot, right? Like yeah, this is more of like the breakout year for the institutions. <clears throat> Yeah, I think so. I think this cycle is about institutions like really helping the price, you know, pump to uh, over a hundred thousand, and then the next cycle, that's when countries start stepping in and they they buy they're amassing like tens of billions to hundreds of billions of dollars worth of Bitcoin. Holy shit! That's kind of scary. Yeah, scary and like a hundred billion dollars to to a country. I mean, that's not even one percent of of their stockpile. I bet. Yeah, As a matter not. of fact, NASA requests one percent of of uh, of taxes, which is about a hundred billion dollars. <coughs> they requested that. Yeah, I mean for funding, right? Their yearly funding is about a hundred oh. billion. Yeah. Oh, so they actually get that allocation. Yeah, they, they actually get it. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing most people don't know that, or most people would probably be pissed. It's like, why are we spending one percent of our taxes on stupid yeah. space stuff? You know what I mean? Which is nonsense. Yeah, if you guys, I agree. Yeah, if you guys don't understand like what the point of of space exploration <laughs> is, then uh, you know, I, I guess what's the point, dude? Go go to Neil deGrasse Tyson; he'll explain it to you a billion different ways. But mm. the the main point is solving problems in space allows you to solve problems <laughs> on Earth, like it, like inadvertently, right? Inadvertently, like, not inadvertently, and on purpose too. Like, yeah. Like terraforming Mars allows us to terraform Earth, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, all of it is good, right? Every everything costs money, and that's that's money well spent. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it, it'd be nice if we could like consolidate our efforts as like a, a species from time to time, and like get things done a lot quicker. Like, imagine if if the whole world thought that was like a, a valid goal it's like we really should learn how to terraform mars just in case we really fuck up our own planet right? yeah absolutely dude and if, if like the whole planet just said like you know what let's do it yeah <laughs> could you like that shit would get done so fast it's because we'd have so many yeah. resources it's, allocated to well that. they did it once the manhattan project right yeah exactly think like, like i think this this covid shit uh you know <clears throat> the these new vaccines that are rolling out i don't know the data yet as far as like how successful they have been i'm not hearing reports of like mass death or anything like that it's been like a solid two weeks since people have started you know taking these vaccines but i yeah. think like the method of of the delivery 
is like this whole new innovative concept, I think, at least for vaccines. I think they've been using it in cancer therapy forever. Right. But I remember back in college hearing about these these mRNA like delivery systems, <clears throat> you know, uh, for vaccines as like as like concept. That was like eight years ago. And now it's being like massively produced and like everyone's about to inject themselves with this shit. Like, I think that's pretty cool. And I don't think that ever would have happened if it wasn't like for a big global pandemic. Right. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Like the whole world is united to tackle the same issue, you know? Right. Right. So fuck <clears throat> what that means. I don't know, dude. Back to Bitcoin. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, no, I totally agree. I think, I, I think there's a lot of anything that uses a scientific method should be invested in period. Um, and that by definition would be any scientific endeavor from solving COVID to going to Mars to terraforming Mars. I mean, imagine, imagine if in Mars you have no choice, but to figure out how to sustainably feed a community. And if you can figure that out in Mars, you can take that same technology and apply into to earth. And you can feed mm-hmm. the you can feed the entire human population with that same technology. Like what what is the problem with that? I don't know. It just doesn't fall in line with like our incentive models, you know. Oh, for sure. I mean, think yeah. about it. It should in this particular case it should and I know we're going on a huge tangent here, but it should because if you could feed everyone on the planet, you would enable the next four or five Elon Musks or you would enable billions of people who are not participating in the economy to participate because they have food at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means Apple's trillion dollar company can become now 10 trillion, right? Elon can sell more cars to more people. You know, yeah. it, it's good for the billionaires. It's also good for everyone else because now more people are making stuff, more people are buying stuff. It's good for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know how we got here, but <laughs> Bitcoin, right? Nature of life, dude. Yeah. It takes us all over the place. <laughs> so, so yeah, Bitcoin is a big deal. Everybody knows that, or those of you listening already know that. Um, yeah. Bitcoin is doing its thing like we said it would. And yeah, I think the majority of us are just kind of like waiting for it to chill out so we can get to the real fun. Yeah. You know, the yeah. alt, the altcoin fun. And no, that's, speaking that's, of fun. Cover Protocol had had their own fun and they got compromised. And, oh no! And, yeah, so so big apologies to anybody who who you know a couple of weeks ago I was definitely I wouldn't call it shilling it was like borderline shilling but I was more we were like I was presenting a thesis I guess to Will on this show about how like anything Andre Cronier touches turns to gold and Cover was like the latest the, the prime example of that yeah yeah. And so <laughs> if you watch that, it took, took that as like some kind of buy signal. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, but nobody saw this coming. So yeah, not even cover. Yeah. That's what they're, that's the big irony of the situation, right? Like they're supposed to be the protocol to cover the protocols that have these things happen to them, I guess. Right. So it's like, who covers cover at this point? You know, well, I guess nobody, cause look at that price drop, dude. Fucking A. Yeah, 72% in the day. Yeah, that's one hell of a tumble, dude. So what happened? So it looks like uh, their protocol uh, got exploited, and you can stake and mine uh, at will. And uh, let me see. Let me click on this guy here. 
It says cover exploit infinite minting bug on their incentives yeah. contract. So you can stake, unstake, plus claim, and then restake and repeat. Oh, no. Yeah, so this is the example. Well, what's he showing here? Uh, People doing that exact exact thing? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I see million. Okay. Well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, so it got exploited, and now uh, the price started dropping. So now they're talking about, if I go back to the cover, they're talking about doing a... Um, a new cover token through a snapshot before the, the the minting exploit was abused. And what's interesting is uh, this guy. So he, he took a snapshot of this transaction where <laughs> the hacker actually returned all the funds. Oh, really? Yeah. So 4,350 Ether was returned by the hacker. And he added a little note there. It says, next time, take care of your own shit. Wow. What? An amazing hacker, dude. Now, this hacker <laughs> should have said, next time, cover your own shit. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that would have been way more meme-worthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely got to take advantage of that meme opportunity. Dude, of whiff. course, especially if you're returning the money, you got you to gotta meme this. Yeah. But uh, I guess it didn't happen. So that's interesting. <laughs> so they're relaunching a whole new token, but the, the, the protocol stays the same. Now they're just going to correct that mistake, I guess. Maybe if, if they haven't if they haven't invested in an audit, I think now is the time to do one. Yeah, not only that, I mean, check this out. This is from Grap Finance. So then you, you do a little search here. Let's look up Grap. Okay. And then, uh, oh, wait, sorry. I that's on the that's wrong the one. graph. Yeah. Grap Finance. Here we go. I was going to say 50. Look at that. 2,234% on the Why? day, dude. What do they do? And <laughs> it's just a sushi protocol. You mean like a, a fork of sushi? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a farm, yield farming protocol. Yeah. But So what's their affiliation with this? <laughs> They're the ones who hacked it and, uh, and took the 4,000 ETH and then returned it. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. So that that just kind of like catapults their perceived valuation, I guess. Like you assume people, you know, with the knowledge and know-how to like hack these other juggernaut oh, yeah. protocols. Like therefore, sure. like, yeah, these guys have some talented devs, right? Yeah. Or I the, guess that's that's the speculation here. I don't know. Yeah. I mean. Because it, it's, not, it's not like they kept that money. Like, you know. I mean, this they, is a huge advertisement for Grap Farmer, right? I think so. Yeah, I probably never would have heard of this shit if they didn't do that. Exactly. <laughs> so I wonder if that's why they did it. Yeah, and uh, what's interesting is that this is the uh, the equivalent of wine farming. So whenever you get a new bottle of wine, you can see it on OpenSea. So they've implemented NFTs with their farming. It sounds very familiar. Yep. <laughs> I've heard of this before. Yeah, here are all the wines, dude. <laughs> wow. Wow. Rio, if you're watching this, dude. <laughs> yeah, look at this noisy boat. Yeah, emerald wine. Yeah, for 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 you guys listening, definitely watch the YouTube channel. There's uh, juicy content here if you want to look at wines. Look at Joker 2009. See, that's what's brilliant about some of these protocols is that they're in, implementing NFTs that have like infinite possibilities. Like, there is no such thing as a Joker 2000 wine 2009 wine, but mm -hmm. here it is. 
I mean, this just this is based. This is just art, right? Like, there's no actual like physical wine going on here. No, no, this, this is, is just, just art. Yeah. Okay, it's just art. It's just like different wine bottle art. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you're right, man. It's infinite possibilities. Like, so you can uh, classify your yield farming as like any niche, really, and just yeah, let it let it go from there. <laughs> Um, that's interesting that's crazy i had no idea that's what went down but either way so yeah cover is still functioning as a protocol just like luciano says here yeah uh, um it's it's just yeah yeah so gonna... cover cover is probably going to do a new smart contract patch up this whole issue new tokens and what's going to be interesting is now that covers part of the andre cronier cartel how quickly the price recovers if it if at all um but still useful protocol. They're they're not going anywhere. Um, this happens, you know. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, even Andre got hacked before, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, his yeah his smart contracts have been exploited too. So if anything, this is just more like is, in in line with their philosophy of doing things, right? Like yeah. they're very like YOLO about their development. Yeah. But that but that's why they're able to to innovate and put you know push things forward so quickly. You know, they're, that's right. They don't they don't spend so much time like you know junking things in the process of developing them and like starting over trying to find like the perfect rollout of things they just they execute and roll it out and the communities like almost instantly gravitate towards these things you know yeah which is cool yeah so i think that covers everything we wanted to talk about right i man <laughs> i think we got cover man i feel like we're, uh, we're missing one thing I can't think about if anything. We are we gave out our wearables. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Decentraland. Decentraland's chilling. We got another big year ahead of us. And yeah, Red we'll Pill probably... Finance. I think this guy has been on point on oh. like predicting the next um, next couple of coins that are about to take off. He was talking about Celsius. You mentioned that, right, Iron Man? Oh, he's been talking about Celsius. He's been uh, the the loudest like. Literally, like, pretty much telling you straight up, like, if you're not buying Celsius, you're a fucking dumbass type, pretty much. And yeah. he's, he's been right all along. And I'm <laughs> definitely that dumbass because I never bought any, even though I saw those tweets coming from him. Yeah. You know, constantly. And for some reason, I don't know what it is, man. I guess it's just tunnel vision, but, like, I just never did the investigation. Yeah. You know? But I don't, I don't know if you want to pull. Yeah, it's in the top 25 now, dude. It's unreal. <laughs> Top 25, geez. Let me look this yeah. up. Cell. Celsius Network, damn. Ooh, it's number 20, dude. <laughs> just keeps chugging. Damn. So let's look oh. at the max here. Wow, dude. What the? F wow. <laughs> yeah, so I he was definitely, I've been seeing his tweets since like the start of the year. So I had the opportunity to buy like around January, February, March time zone. So yeah, you kind of get an idea of where I, you know, yeah, how much I missed out on. <laughs> holy, holy crap! Dude. Wow, that's so. so what, yeah, so what we should probably, we, yeah, we should probably do a deep dive here pretty soon. Maybe not right now, but yeah. unless you want to, you want to just like riff Celsius Network. Yeah, no, let's uh, let's do a deep dive for the next run, but first. Initial reaction is a pretty nice website. 
Yeah, I mean, it looks like, hold on. This is crypto on your terms. Okay. Immediately you see APY. That's yeah. already attractive. Not not the most craziest APYs we've seen in this space. Yeah, but know? these are these are reasonable and sustainable f- compared to everything else we've seen. We've seen 1,000, <laughs> 2,000 APY for sushi protocols and stuff like that. But That's right. So that, that leads me to believe like there's more legitimacy behind this. Yeah. Like, like you're saying, more actual, like long-term, big money imp- implications because big money's not going to trust some fucking DAP protocol that's promising you thousand percent annual returns and shit like that. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> so, so use your crypto to borrow dollars or stable coins. Loans start at just one percent APR. Okay. Earn more crypto with your crypto. I mean, just off of like. So this is like initial reaction. It's not, huh? This this looks like mainstream adoption level website for crypto. For DeFi. For DeFi, yeah. So yes, yeah, pretty much. Like this looks like an all-in-one, like shop for for DeFi. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and it's 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 presented very. Like commercially friendly. <laughs> wait, wait like a this minute. Is the- Crypto with a conscience. By sharing up to 80% of our revenue with our users, saving is worth it again and financial freedom is back on the market. So $8 billion in loans processed? 276,000 number of users. Holy crap. $3 billion in community assets. <laughs> Dude, Red Pill is like, look at these fools. Yeah. Safe and trusted. Global reach mobile so who the fuck is behind this? Who made this? So Bloomberg says Celsius is the second <laughs> largest in assets with over 3.3 billion in coins executing 350 million in sell tokens. Forbes, Forbes says how crypto innovator Alex challenges Fed monetary policy. Mm, that wow. sounds like an interesting article. See, that's what I always talked about. Like these DeFi protocols, they're they're operating under heavily regulated territory, and most of them are anonymous for that reason. Dude, this is like. But this guy. This is slightly they, frustrating. Why is that? Because we missed this. <laughs> no, because it's like uh, you know when you first hear of Bitcoin, it's like oh this this is like fake fake news. Uh-huh. And you don't pay attention to it until like something big happens, like all time high is a thousand bucks. That's like peaks your radar, you buy in, and then it dumps to like 200 bucks. And you're like, dude, it was a scam. Mm -hmm. And like we keep hearing of, let's say, for example, Celsius, but we never even look into it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There's just too many, you know what? There's just too many things to look at. That's the problem. (laughs) Yeah. Like, how do you gauge? Well, it's not even about gauging. It's just, yeah. How do you, how do you know? Let's say, how do you know this was going to do 100x? Back when it was like six pennies. <coughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. How, how, how does this project, how do you predict when this was six pennies, how do you predict that this was going to do a hundred X in a year? Well, the thing is just based off the chart, they have a pretty good history, right? Like going back into 2019. So this is like in the same, hold on. How far back? Is it? Yeah. Like into like 2019, right? Oh, 2018. Yeah. See? October, 2018. So this thing's been in development. I would categorize this like in the same blanket as like, you know, the compound and the MakerDAO token. Like these are like the OG DeFi. Yeah, but know? compound just released this year, dude. 
So even even more than like these guys are even ahead of Compound as far as like tokenizing their DeFi platform. Yeah. How the fuck we missed out on that? I don't know, dude. You know, they must not have done much marketing like uh, during like these because uh, these earlier years, you know, and then all of a sudden it just took off from there. <clears throat> but yeah, this that took off September 2020 <laughs> from 37 cents to now four dollars. Well, that's when everything took off in DeFi. But yeah, this thing never stopped. <laughs> Just yeah. kept going. A lot of DeFi has like gone through like painful corrections since then. You know. But yeah, I agree with you, dude. I'm equally frustrated. <laughs> another opportunity, another boat to sail and buy. But yeah, well, it's sailed. This- it's sailed. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. There's no way I'm touching this now, dude. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> But if you did, congrats and shout out to Red Pill if you do watch this or not. But yeah, yeah. we've I've been following your Twitter pro, Twitter posts for almost a year now, and unfortunately, it doesn't penetrate this thick skull, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, I, I mean, up. look at him. This is twenty hours ago. He says people just have no idea how large this is going to be. He's totally right, dude. I had no idea. <laughs> no fucking idea, dude. Yeah. So yeah, like so- we said. Pay attention to Andre Kanye's Twitter, and and now Red Pill. And Red Pill too, dude. If you want to find it, if you want to find another like hidden gem, maybe he'll find it. You know? Yeah. So that's pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's funny. I mean, we've been following this guy for a while too, so no excuse. And he's a he's a, a MetaZone member. You know, he owns Metas. He really likes what we're doing. So <clears throat> shout out to him. Yeah. You know, if he likes what we're doing. And if he thinks we we have the same potential of as, as a Celsius or whatever, then that means we're doing something right. Yeah, listen know? to Red Pill like, then definitely. He's got he has the good <laughs> intuition, so appreciate right. you, appreciate you, Red Pill. Hopefully, you're doing well with all your new riches you've acquired. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> but yeah, we need to learn from that, dude. We need to figure out and start looking for these uh, new up-and-comers that are under the radar yeah, today. We're, we're going to develop a system for, like, uncovering this stuff because this, I mean, there. this is not so much as art as it is, like, I don't know, man, metrics. Um, something that projects have that have, like, problem-solving capabilities, like like Celsius and obviously Bitcoin and, and, and DeFi. All these are solving problems, Right, it it shouldn't be hard to determine what problems these projects are solving to, you know, see a potential hundred x return. So yeah, so we'll we'll come up with a system that that's going to help us, and then not only us but you guys as well. Totally, we'll get we'll get cracking on that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Block Runner and at Metazone IO. And uh, let's see if we get back together sometime this week and hopefully get the video out before 2021. Uh, But other than that, have a happy and safe New Year's. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll see you this this year or next year. Hell yeah. Either way, we'll be here. (laughs) We're not going anywhere yet. Yeah, man. All right, guys. All right, guys. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at TheBlockRunner.